listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. In the final part of the show, we get a view from mainland China with Ben Cavender, a managing director at the China Market Research Group. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. So, Happy New Year to start with. Um, so we saw China's share of imports to the US decline sharply last year. Is this a trend that's set to continue? And if so, how much is that going to hurt the Chinese economy going forward? Yeah, I, I think this is a trend that we've seen ongoing now for several years. I think at its highest point, China contributed something like 21% of imports into the U.S. So now I think we're just under 14%. So it's been a gradual change. Um, What I will say is that the situation may not be quite as dire as it it potentially has been made out to be. And that's because um, the major gainers, uh, countries like Vietnam, Mexico, um, a lot of the factory output that is now being exported from those countries is actually being handled by uh, factories that have Chinese investment. So I think what we're seeing now is uh, transshipment of partially completed goods to some of these markets and then final completion in Mexico or wherever it is before moving onward to the U.S. So it, it definitely hurts China, but I think what you're really seeing more than anything else is just a, a restructuring of the global supply chain with, with China still very much playing an important part. Now, I mean, going beyond the actual uh, goods itself, I mean, a lot of the raw materials as well are supplied by China. So uh, it's not necessarily that they're losing all the business. I mean, a lot of those raw materials that China produces will have to go to the factories, say, in Vietnam, Bangladesh and elsewhere. Is that not true? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think the, the role that Chinese companies are playing might change a little bit. I think the overall trade story maybe is a little bit more complex than it's been in the past. But I think by and large, you're still seeing... Chinese companies and, and therefore the Chinese economy um, really still being the major beneficiary. Um, if anything, I think what you're seeing is, is this is a push for Chinese companies to actually become a little bit more sophisticated in terms of how they do things, and probably in some cases really moving up the investment value chain as well. You know, one of the stories that I was uh, really inter- intrigued by this uh, this weekend was the story about the investments that the technology companies have been doing, and they've been declining sharply. Um, Is that a result of the clampdown of the companies themselves by the government in order to, you know, um, redistribute the wealth across the country? Or are they just, you know, quite pessimistic over valuations? Or what's actually behind that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a variety of things. I think a you know a big story is certainly that the, the the central government has signaled quite clearly that they don't want any one tech company to be too big across too many verticals, and I think that's really lowering the appetite for some of the larger players to really be investing across a, a broad spectrum of startups. And, and frankly speaking, on some level, that that's probably a good thing because investment uh, and control over tech startups in China was really much too concentrated. I think the question, though, is if these companies aren't investing because they're worried about political fallout, where does the investment come from? And I think right now the challenge is there isn't really somebody stepping in to fill that void because FDI right now is quite low. There's not a lot of appetite from international private equity or venture capital to invest in these businesses either, again, because of the uncertainty over the economy and uncertainty over policy. So I think it does create a bit of a challenging situation right now if you're a, a Chinese technology startup or really a, a Chinese startup in general. 
But then that begs the question, if you are trying to get your your economy back on track and you need a lot of private companies, and you're saying that you want to have some private companies come back into the market, what's going to attract those private companies to come into the market or actually what's going to create startups if they feel they're not going to get the investments they need? Yeah, and, and, and you know, it's interesting. You know, I, in general, I, I feel like the, the government and their, their policy planners do a, a pretty decent job of managing China's economy and you know they've come a long way but really they are much better at managing larger businesses and larger capital flows and and aren't so good uh, historically at fostering startups and and I think that's something where they really struggle Um, I don't think it's going to be an easy fix I think number one there has to be really consistent messaging coming from the government and there has been positive messaging around startups but I think when you speak with a lot of Chinese entrepreneurs, they sort of say, well, we've, we've heard this story before, but things haven't really gotten easier. There's still too much paperwork. It's still too difficult to get access to funding. Um, you know, how do we actually exit our business? Uh, you know, right now we're in an environment where IPOing a company in China isn't particularly easy. Uh, so I think it's, it's really, from a policy standpoint, clarifying processes and showing that there actually is going to be less red tape. And I think if that happens, you will probably see investors saying, well, now is actually a time to, to be reinvesting because uh, valuations are quite low. So then what is your thoughts for the year ahead? I mean, what, what, what's the outlook? Um, how do you see China as a whole and economically progressing? Yeah, I think we're, we're in a precarious situation, but with signs of life. I think 2023 was really um, a year of retrenchment. I think you know, whether you're talking to the government, you're talking to consumers, people were not particularly upbeat about job prospects, upbeat about the economy. You see that in, in how people are spending. Um, but when you look ahead to 2024, uh, speaking with business owners, I, I think the, the sentiment is really, listen, things are probably not going to be great, but it's time to start investing more. We're expecting business to, to stabilize and, and gradually go in the right direction. So I think 2024 in China... Um, it's going to be uh, an okay year. Uh, I say okay versus good because I think the government still needs to be handling all these issues around the real estate market and, and a lot of local government debt, and I don't think that's easily resolvable. But I think that 2024 is going to put China in a much better position than it was last year. And we've got the GDP figures coming out this week. Um, so what are your expectations? I mean, I know they're for the last quarter of last year, but what are your expectations? I think some people are generally expecting a rebound. And then what do you expect the GDP to be going forward this year? Uh, I, I do think there will be a little bit of a rebound. You know, when you, when you look at how people are kind of reading the tea leaves, it, it looks like maybe the full year will close out at 5.2 or 5.4% growth overall. Um, so... So there has been a slow recovery, I think, kind of to close out the year and a slow recovery in December. Um, I think next year, frankly speaking, um, everybody should be happy if we see between 45 and 5% growth. The government will probably try to shoot for the higher end of that target and, and probably will have to do more work than they have done to actually hit that number. But I think that, the, frankly, I'm less concerned about the overall GDP growth than I am about just sort of fundamentals and the, the overall long-term stability of the economy. And I think that's where things are slowly getting better when you look at you come the underlying debt numbers and things like that. So a long way to go, but going in the right direction. All right. Well, thank you very much. That's all we had time for. So I'd like to thank you for coming on. That was Ben Cavender, Managing Director at China Market Research Group.